Hello guys, and welcome to the Anxiety Blender by Tinglestorm, a safe place where we inspire and uplift each other, talking about mental health, self-help and motivation. Today, I want to talk about how hard it is to get help when you are struggling against mental health, here in my country at least, which is Italy. Or, I should say, in my area, I cannot speak for the entire country. If you listened to my previous episodes, you already know that I went through a very bad burnout experience, that I am being followed by a mental health center somewhere I don't need to pay, it's a government um, facility, so uh, you know here in Italy we have a free health, so I am not going to complain about the fact that I want the perfection from something that it's free. But since it's an available service, I should just at least assume they take care of me, okay? So as you know, I do not have any mental condition, like clinically mental condition. I just struggle with borderline personality disorder as well as identity problems. But this does not mean that I don't need help, in fact in uh, the facility where I am being um, taken care of, they decided that um, we would go through some behavioral psychology and in the meanwhile my psychiatrist is still elaborating a complete diagnosis but he thinks that behavioral psychology will work best for me he doesn't think i'm gonna need um specific medicines unless it's something to treat anxiety and the fact is that it's taking forever so um according to what he said the ideal for me to be treated would be one meeting per week where we discuss and analyze my situation and we learn how to take care of it, how to handle my emotions, to detect any triggering situations and potentially learn how to uh, recognize it before it even happens, all the good things. But the fact is that since this is a free um, treatment that I'm having, the platform is overcrowded and I am aware of the fact that there are people struggling against worst problems, against bigger mental conditions, but at the same time I feel abandoned and yes, I do suffer of an abandonment complex, so maybe this is the main reason why, why this is the main reason why I am feeling abandoned. But at the same time, I feel like they're not really taking good care of me, if you will. So uh, let me just explain this real quick. As I said, the facility is overcrowded, so I cannot really be there once a week. I'm being there once a month. I am very lucky because I have somebody that is taking care of me at home, somebody that allows me to get myself together and take my time so I don't have any pressure of, um, let's call it, real life out there. I don't need to go back to a conventional job. This is why I can dedicate myself a lot to my ASMR content as well as my podcast and my Twitch streams. 
which is what I love most and I am forever grateful to my boyfriend for allowing me to do that and potentially build a little bit of a stronger platform and a cohesive community which is like my life goal but other than that yes I am very lucky to have this possibility because if I didn't then I'd have to go to work to go back to real life where there are tasks responsibilities other people expecting things from you and no excuse can help you know I should wake up at a certain time, be at work by a certain time, do specific tasks every day, tasks that I probably don't like or don't feel like doing. I'd have to, you know, handle the pressure and other people's interactions, which is something that really annoys me just at the idea of having to do so right now. And as I said in my previous episodes already, I feel like something got broken by my burnout moment and I feel like we need to work on this something and I am just waiting here having my life paused waiting for my diagnosis to be 100% official and waiting for the plan to be ready and waiting for their plan to you know be working like actively taking part to my recovery process So far, I am just here waiting, trying my best to get myself together with all the strategies I can possibly come up with, which are being productive, giving myself a schedule, trying to create content and see it as my real job. And this is all amazing and I really love doing it. But again, it is not the conventional life. I am so lucky and blessed to be able to do it and to potentially turn it into my life, into my career. That would be like my biggest dream, as I said already a thousand times. But what if it doesn't work? What if I had to go back to conventional life? In that case, I really wouldn't be able to handle it because I don't have the means to handle it. I am here waiting for them my psychiatrist and all the team to help me and this is not happening i mean it's taking forever i meet my psychiatrist once every month or once every month and a half so it's a lot of time where we have a long discussion and analysis where we talk about my problems and sometimes I leave that room feeling worse than I felt before. Some other times I feel better, but still I spend the upcoming days that separate me from the next meeting dreaming for that moment to come and hoping that it will help me a little more, you know, sticking back the pieces together and fixing my broken soul. So it's very time-consuming and stressful because I feel like I'm wasting time in this moment. And my psychiatrist told the sociologist, which is part of the team, to start doing this um, behavioral psychology together. And we were supposed to meet once a week. We actually met, like, I don't know, twice in the past two months so this is not happening as well 
And then I had to meet a psychologist, which was supposed to help me out as well, always from the same uh, facility. And we just made a 500 question personality test that I made by myself while she was doing some other things at the computer. And I never heard of her anymore. So I am now just waiting for my next meet with the psychiatrist, hoping that there will be news and a plan and that something will change. But at the same time, I feel so lost. And of course, you're going to be like, why don't you just go for another um, kind of help, maybe a private help? Well, private help is available at any time of the day and the week, I guess. But you have to pay a lot of money for that. I cannot afford that kind of help. One um, one meet with a psychologist is on average from 40 to 120 euros, depending to depending on the kind of psychologist you find. And it's not about finding the cheapest psychologist. It's all about feeling in tune with the person that is helping you, you know. So it's not something you can really control. And I cannot afford it. Whether that was only 40 euros or that was, I don't know, 50, I could never afford that uh, weekly appointment so it's really sad and frustrating because as i said i feel lost and i cannot afford more help and honestly i don't think it's fair to um, be that pricey at a service that is so important for people like if you struggle against mental health you know how doomed you're feeling, how lost. Um, as Blues said in my previous episode, it's like you're on in the sea in the middle of the night, in the darkness, and you can't see anything but your fear. And she described it so well. Even if I don't have depression, I feel so lost that I can totally relate to that feeling she expressed. And I just wish there was a guidance, but how could I afford such an expensive guidance? I mean, you guys, um, even if I had an income which was coming from my previous job, I could never afford that guidance. And it's ridiculous to think about the fact that this service that should be available for you is actually not really working because it's overcrowded and I even remember when I first got my burnout part of the burnout part of my really bad breakdown was that having access to this facility looked like it was impossible I was told that in case of emergency, of course, I was going to be received. But what is an emergency for you guys? For me, back then, 
I couldn't really imagine what a mental health emergency was. I could picture myself running naked around the street and that could have been a mental health emergency for me. But really finding myself crying and getting drunk on vodka and cachaça, that was not an emergency to me. So, you know... um, Sometimes we go back to that episode with my psychiatrist and he tells me, if you were feeling so bad, why didn't you just come here? And I was like, you have a 20 days long waiting list. And it was something I couldn't even picture myself to be able to wait for back then. But other than that, my idea of emergency, as I said, is not even a realistic idea probably, but it's definitely something very extreme so how could i even come in this center skip those 20 days of waiting list and being like i feel like crying all the time i want to kill myself i didn't see that as an emergency because i despite of me having that desire of ending my life i never felt brave enough to physically do that so You know, I couldn't really define what an emergency was. And I felt like I was being disrespectful if I just went to that facility being like, I feel bad and I want to kill myself. Um, And if they asked me why, my only explanation was going to be because I hate my job and I don't know what to do with my future. You know, it it sounded so stupid, especially because I know that there are some people that really struggle against major problems. And I really didn't know how to justify that. So whenever I found out that my doctor couldn't send me to that center the way she planned, and I had no idea on how to enter there, that really contributed to my really bad mental breakdown and that really made me freak out. And anytime my psychiatrist tells me, well, you could have just come here. And even though we only meet once every month, every month and a half, if you're feeling extra bad, you can just come here. I'm like, how can I even just come here? It just feels disrespectful to me. I've always been taught that there are hierarchies or orders or things like that to be respected and it's not uh, my habit to just ignore these rules you know so if i try to follow the rules and i just rely on the system i really have no idea how long it will take for me to feel better and again um i try but it's hard for example um, the last time the psychiatrist told me that I lost the ability to interact with other people like in real life and that if I kept isolating myself it would have converted into a major disability a major problem to me so I tried to prove him wrong and I reached out to a couple friends and we met and I saw it as a very stressful task like I from the five days before from when we um, decided to meet until the day we actually met I was feeling so stressed out I was feeling so anxious it felt like I had a 
duty you know it didn't feel like i wanted to do it but at the same time i was like maybe this is part of my therapy so i'd better go and meet these friends and i choose wisely you know it's not that i just choose two random people i choose two girls that are very important to me that we've been friends since we were children and it was a pleasant moment i had a great time being with them but at the same time since i do have a little bit of a social anxiety when the meeting was over and i was driving back home i was like yeah okay i proved the doctor wrong i can still meet people and now i'm done until next time at least i am effing done and so i felt very liberated but now i'm like it's been a long time since i haven't met somebody i should reach out and just uh, ask if we meet but at the same time my home feels so safe and i have all my things to do you know my videos my live streams i'm so busy creating content and i don't want to get distracted by meeting people you know if it makes sense and so i don't know i am trapped here also yes my psychiatrist says that i fear people that it turned into a phobia but that's not true because i go out of grocery shopping and out for dinner with my boyfriend well before the covid restrictions went back hard but you know uh, you get my point i it's not that i have a fear of people i have an anxiety more than fear and i just don't want to do the things that i don't like anymore i want to be free to do what i like and what i want and what i like and what i want now is building a strong community and creating content that can please the community i want to build and it doesn't sound bad to me but i also know that if i dive deep into this and completely cut out the rest then i could end up being burnout and i would never want to have a burnout out of this because this is like my plan b and i really have no idea what the next plan for me could be and i don't want to go back to the burnout and mental breakdown state so it's really hard to find balance and i would really appreciate if i could get that help in the meanwhile because I cannot do it on my own. But as I said, it's really hard. And every time I go to that facility, like if the appointment is like at 12, I am usually being received at something like 2 p.m. minimum, because as my doctor says, it takes long time to actually make a diagnosis or treat a patient is not that it's like an x-ray you go the exam lasts x minutes and after x minutes you're done and the only unpredictable things that can happen is that the patient panics and in that case you may be at a couple 10 minutes but then you're done with a human brain you know it can take hours so every time i go there i know that basically my entire day is uh, being occupied by that meeting because a quarter of the day at least is being uh, just waiting there and then being received and every time I am received we speak for something like two hours at least so it's really exhausting it's really time consuming and 
I realized that I could never do this if I had like a conventional job again because the only way I could do this would be to ask for permissions and expose myself to doubts like why are you even doing this so regularly because even if for me uh, one meet a month or a month and a half feels forever for a working place it would be like too much you know so and what should I reply what should I say what would be my justification there is no justification to that unless I exactly tell the truth and I don't want people to know what is going on with me that in depth so you know it's it's a struggle it's a struggle because I I'm only allowed to take care of myself because somebody else is actually allowing me to take care of myself. And this was the trap I was in before I had my mental breakdown. I was like, I don't want to be waiting on somebody else's shoulders. I don't want to be a problem for somebody else. And that idea really freaked me out so what am i trying to say here i am trying to say yes of course do get help because getting help is crucial fundamental and key and i hope you're gonna be luckier than me but at the same time i am a little disappointed about how the mental health system work works in my area at least and I would like to spread a little more awareness, even though this podcast is very small and we don't have much of a following, but how is the mental health system in your country? How is it to get help? How long it takes? How much does it cost? And what can we do to spread a little more awareness to this, to improve this service it's a fundamental service and i know that people are like i'm here for you if you need to talk of course i say that too if you're struggling and having a bad time i am here for you and i will forever be but sometimes all we need is professional help and for as much as a friend's advice can be precious or helpful it's not a professional advice and we should all deserve to be treated professionally. So do you have any ideas? Do you know how we could make this better? And why don't we start doing this together? I just want you guys to know that we can change things if we are united and we have a goal in mind and we have it together. So... I am ready and open to have your suggestions, your opinions, and I still want you to go get help and maybe share your experience like I'm doing. To me, mental health has always been a dark place and a very impossible place to reach. And now that I took it that extra step and dived into this um, field, I can really understand how crazy it is to get help. And, you know, sometimes it's even something like a cage. Like if they decide that you're mentally ill, maybe, how do you prove them wrong? Basically, it's the 
psychiatrist who decides whether you're healed or not and it's a very personal decision so this brings me to my nurse Richard roleplay that I did last month for Halloween on my ASMR channel. It is actually so very very true. If they decide that you're mad then or crazy, then how do you prove them wrong? So it's it's triggering, you know. I sometimes feel that I'm not even feeling safe anymore. The first times I was doing my meetings with my psychiatrist I felt like he was understanding me completely and I felt so safe and I felt like he, he could help me but the last time when he was telling me if you don't start uh, going back to conventional life and facing your fears you're gonna develop a very bad disability if you don't start working on your identity problems you're gonna end up in a very bad place and that was like that was sounding like a very bad menace to me and it made me fear that maybe if he wanted to like if he had an extra income for me uh, to prove me like mentally ill he would probably do that and that's kind of scary I am just manifesting this but with no intention like I don't think this is going to happen. I still want to hope that he is a very professional person and the reliable doctor I saw at the beginning of our conversations. But literally the last time we talked, I left that room full of doubt and his diagnosis made me feel like he was totally wrong about me. Totally opposite of the other times where I felt like that man could read through my soul. This time I was like, he's wrong. He has no idea what is going on. So I'm alone. What am I going to do? Oh my God. So yeah, it's confusing, you guys. It's very confusing. But we can do this together. So feel free to share your personal opinion, story and experience. If you want to be interviewed by me and take part to an episode of this podcast, feel more than welcome. If you want to talk about a specific topic, just reach out to me on my social media at TinkleStormASMR, both on Twitter and Instagram, or you can leave a comment below my videos on my YouTube channel, TinkleStormASMR, or you can meet me during my live streams on Twitch, always TinkleStormASMR. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you liked this ramble and basically kind of serious uh, words actually, but that were really coming from a flow of thoughts that I had in my chest and I needed to get out. So I will definitely keep you updated on my mental health journey and how the mental health system is going in Italy. In the meanwhile, feel free to share your story as I already said and have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for your time and I'll talk to you next time. Bye!